And we are back with another episode of the Three Beasts Podcast. Joining me today, we got Adam and Drew. Um, guess just going to start out. Alcoholic drinks. What's your favorite? I'm going to have to go with... Right now, it's a Modelo. It's like a better version of Corona. If you've never had it, definitely have to try it. Yeah, I've had it. It's very good. I've never tried Modelo, actually. I've seen you drink it the other day. Modelo is fire. It's very good. i just seen the commercials a lot, which is awesome. Savage commercials. What about you, Drew? Me? Yeah. You always straight to the Long Island iced tea. Get you fucked up, and it tastes great. Yeah. Long Island's thing. They slept. For me, I think it depends on where it's getting made at, too. Well, it, and it also depends on, like, what time of year, too. Summer vibes, That's I'm going with a nice cold beer. That's true. I'll always go with the mixed drink, but love beer, too. But Like, if you're on a beach, dude, nothing slaps more than a fucking nice cold beer. Beach beers, 110% land shark. Yeah, land, land shark's fire. I love land shark. Me and Adam used to drink that when we first turned 21. It just sucks because it's like, it's so fucking expensive. <laughs> I'd say my, I'll say my favorite, I mean, I drink the most is like Michelob Ultra, but favorite mixed drink? I'm be a plain guy and go with the Captain and Coke. That's two boats here, buddy. You can't go wrong with that. You really can't go wrong. And they're always nice and cheap, too. It's one of the cheaper ones, usually. So, simple and good. The one night when we were out at the bar, I think it was me and you. I think Nick was there, too. Yeah. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it was Bavard. Your dad was there, too. They were different. Those were great. Great. Alrighty, moving on. I think... MLB. We've talked about MLB. I don't think we've talked about that yet. Uh, they just started, actually. Spring. Spring training, yeah. yeah. Who do you think uh, Shohei Otani's going to go to, or do you think he stays with the Angels? They're going to pay I think, I think he pay stays. Him. Pay him. That means they pay Mike Trout, and they pay Shohei Otani. I think if we're being honest, I think if they came down to it, they'd probably get rid of Mike Trout before they get rid of Shohei. I That's just the way I look at it. Two way player, you don't get that ever. So That's why I think you came down to the Instagram and travel. They had to. Sure, they'll create some cap space or something. <laughs> they got to do something because those are two historic talents for ages. Like, I feel like Mike Trout's getting up there in age, like, sort of not really, but like, I think he's not in it for the money. He's just, he's just gonna, just gonna play. He'll take a. Uh, what do you call it? Pay cut. Yeah, pay cut. I think he takes pay cut. Maybe a couple guys on the team do that, but I think Shohei stays. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anything about like him not wanting to stay. So. Neither have I. I think I think he stays. Ultimately, I think it's smart for him. There was a a lot of big moves for MLB this year. It was. Yeah. What? Well. Last year, Juan Soto went to uh, San Diego. Yeah, that was a huge middle of the season trade deadline trade. Didn't expect that, honestly. Well, ultimately, then they thought they were going to have Tatis the whole year, but he, I'm not sure what happened, but I know he got suspended for something. I, I forget what it was. I thought it was PEDs. But I think it was. I think it might have been PEDs. That yeah, would have been a great right. team. They're going to be, well, it's, is that continuing on into this year? Or? I believe so, yeah. I mean, Tatis, I think he was just suspended for however long. And now him and Juan Soto are just going to be probably hitting daggers all year. Yeah, that's going to be a team to be to look out for. Yeah. Is their pitching good? I don't really know much of their pitching. Yeah, I'm not sure actually what their bullpen looks like. If they have a decent bullpen, dude, that is, that's going to be a dangerous team. That's what it really all comes down to. 
you got to have a good pitching. Dodgers pitching has been money the past few years, and I mean they've made it far every year. Yeah, the bullpen is where everything starts. That's where like the Yankees were struggling. Garrett Cole like kind of struggled a little bit in the playoffs. Honestly, that was like a demoralizing like playoff for the Yankees. Like I wouldn't expect. Bro, I thought they were they were making it the whole way. Aaron Judge just got cold at the absolute worst possible time to get cold, and they still end up keeping him. So hopefully he can lead him to victory. Well, and that was. Like, a lot of Yankees fans were so pissed at him. Like, I've seen so much shit like, oh, I'll get rid of him. He, blah, blah, blah. He sucks in the playoffs. Like, dude, he just broke the record, all-time record home runs. Like, you're going to talk shit about the dude. It's, baseball is more than just one guy. He's so young that you can't, you can't even begin to judge that off. I mean, you only have one bad playoff. That playoff, you know. That you're talking about, I mean, yeah, he broke the record. He did it natural. Back in the day when the people were setting these records, talking about people that are all juiced up. That's also been a big conversation. Uh, people were saying, like, Barry Bond still holds it, even though he was juiced. Which you yeah. got to respect it, but I, Aaron Judge did it without using anything, so... You just gotta give him the record. I I can't can't you just can't say uh, Barry Bonds still holds the record. I don't. Honestly, I mean, it takes skill to hit that many home runs. Obviously, but it's a lot easier whenever you're just stronger than everybody. You know, if you got the skill and then you just add that extra power, you're gonna be an absolute animal. But, then you look at it also as like they've changed the baseballs over the year. They've made them so they do go farther. You don't look at that. It's hard to say. That's my opinion about like when people say, oh, he's the go to this or he's the go to that. You can't really say that. The circumstances were, were very different from back then to nowadays. So, like, you bring up a player back then to nowadays, how's he going to do? You don't know. So, like, to me, there's no specific goat in any sport. Well, while we're talking about, I guess, goat in this sport, Adam, who's your favorite all-time MLB player? MLB player? Um, For me, it's always been probably Andrew McCutcheon being just a fan favorite for me. Not really into baseball that much, but... I think he's I think he's everybody's fan favorite. Even if you're not from Pittsburgh, I think he's just a likable guy. He might not be your favorite, but Well, he's back. I gotta go with Bryce Harper. I love what he I love what he brings to the game. He brings that attitude and like he's just his swing is I I'm obsessed with his swing. I could watch his swing a million times. So Chris. He's great. He's an absolute beast in that that one walk-off home run that he hit, that there's nothing better than that. It's just an all-time greatest, one of the greatest baseball moments ever. Well, and that's that's what you dream as a kid, is that that moment, and he crushed yeah. it. Yeah. Not a lot of people get that opportunity to play at that level, let alone strive at the level the way he does. Yeah, what about you? What's your favorite player? All-time? MLB player. I guess I. I mean, I used to really like the Red Sox when I was younger, so I would definitely go Manny Ramirez. He was an outfielder for uh, the Red Sox for a very long time. He was an absolute beast, long hair. He was a great outfielder, great batter. Definitely not like the greatest of all time, but probably my favorite of all time for sure. I thought you were going to David Ortiz when you said Red Sox. To be honest. Rick Ortiz, absolute beast, obviously big poppy, but yeah. All right. Anything in football wise, OBJ. Where do you think he's going? If he goes anywhere, I, I do think he's going to go somewhere. I think the, 
I think he was leading everybody on at the end of last year, but I think <clears throat> I think he had a little bit of a setback in his recovery. I think that's what stopped him from actually signing towards the end of last year. But I, it's all going to depend on cap space, especially now. Everybody's so tight on cap space. It's going to be who wants to clear the cap space, who who they want to cut contracts or renegotiate, re- 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 and everything like that. I mean. Be nice going to the Packers or something, but probably not going to happen. So that would be a big move for the Packers if they picked him up. How about Aaron Rodgers getting back from his darkness retreat? I haven't seen one thing about that. So he came back from his darkness retreat, but he didn't. He hasn't said anything. I, I mean, seen. Yeah, he didn't say anything. I I seen he got back. I expected some massive media thing about it because he's always getting the spotlight, but I didn't see shit. Did I he? Didn't, did he do the whole four days? Yeah, he did the whole four days. That's wild. So I guess the reason why he did it, not saying he's like a drug addict or anything, but like he likes the ayahuasca, like stuff that makes yeah. you hallucinate almost. And I guess when you go in a four-day darkness retreat, your body goes into a different state of mind, like a healing state. So you're just sleeping, healing. You'll obviously trip. Anyways... People say you do. Might just be you dreaming. Might just dream the whole time because you're sleeping more and you go into a deep sleep. But he said you you hallucinate. That'd be. I mean, I think it'd be cool to do. You don't have to do anything. Other. I mean, you still eat too. It's not like you don't eat. You get. You still eat. You just can't see. You got to do it in the mirror where you don't see light. That and you can walk out at any time. Oh yeah, there's nothing stopping you unless you like lock yourself in. But then you're just gonna freak yourself out. He's he's probably gonna say something about it on the Pat McAfee show. I don't know if he's gonna go on Tuesday. He usually goes on Tuesdays. I bet you know what? That's what he's waiting for. Because I think he already told Pat McAfee he's gonna tell the world on his show. He only Uh-oh. talks to him on his show. He'll give all the details. So on I that think show. I actually think that's what he's gonna do. Probably Tuesday. If he goes on Tuesday, I bet he tells where his mind's at and maybe who he wants to go play for. Anything else, football? football? Um, Steelers, I don't know if you knew this. You guys are going to the games this year, but I'll be going to the Packers game for sure. Yeah. Uh, they just spent $1.4 million renovating 12 bathrooms to get rid of the piss trough. <laughs> so instead of pissing next to some old dude who's going to stare at your wiener, there's not going to be the eyes. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> don't have to feel like you're getting molested every time you pee it. Actually, sure, so that's pretty cool. That's awesome. They, I thought they were doing something with the... No, that's PNC part they did with the scoreboard. Uh, double the size. Bob Nutting. We'll put money into the stadium, but not, not the players. Got Kutch back. Yeah, he, he gets Kutch. There you go. <laughs> that's that's an all-star it. team that's going to win the World <laughs> Series. Look out. It's nice to see him back, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to see him back, but that's not going to get the, the Pirates anywhere. So speaking about like the offseason of the NFL, uh, Bobby Wagner got released. I see that. Thir- Thirty-two years old. I get it, but I think he still made some big plays for the Rams. Just wasn't that hot of a team to begin with this year. At any point. What position did he play? Middle linebacker. Middle linebacker. Sure. That Steelers could use him. That's where he's projected to go, but I doubt he ends up going because those projections mean nothing half the time. Yeah. That would be a great pickup for the Steelers. Yeah, they've been struggling. I thought Miles Jack was going to do something big this year. with He did nothing. He was like a wasted fucking trade, basically. That's right. Well, for anybody, what do you think is the biggest pickup for, say, the Steelers or Packers or Chargers? What do you think is the biggest free agency pickup or even draft pickup? Do you know anything about this year's draft? I don't really know much about it, though. Yeah, I don't know much about the draft. I just know Steelers need a lot of work on the O-line and defense. They need uh, some cornerbacks, middle linebackers. Yeah, O-line, middle linebacker, and corners. They need some big help on yeah. Secondary is huge for the Steelers this year, in my opinion, and the O-line, obviously. But 
that O-line. Like, if you want Kenny Pickett to do any good with the great wide receivers we draft every goddamn year, then you need to get a good O-line. And then start with that and see if he's the one for the job. If not, then you need yeah, a new quarterback. That's going to be a big one, O-line. I'm curious to see. Because we've been needing O-line for quite some time now. And each year they they kind of get cheap with it. They expect these, you know, practice team players to just start and be all-stars. That's just not it. Well, if you were to draft, what position do you go in the first round if you're the Steelers? O-line. You're going O-line? Um, say, they, say they pick up somebody in free agency like an O-line, do you think they get a corner then? Yeah. That or middle linebacker. They know what they need, so it's really a test to see what coaches and that organization does, you know, if they truly care. What it really comes down to. Every fan knows what they need. It's not not rocket science. Aaron Rodgers sticks around Green Bay. Who's Green Bay getting? If we're being honest, I, I don't know who they get. I really don't. They, they never make free agency pickups, and if they do pick up somebody, I mean, they make significant pickups. I shouldn't act like they don't pick up anybody, because, I mean, they picked up Darius Smith. They picked up Preston Smith. I mean, they pick up good players, but they're also players you're not expecting. Like, some of those players don't even play real good. They just happen to kind of hit a spark and, with the Packers. But if I were the Packers, I think I think you get with a veteran wide receiver. You already got a nice young core with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. I think they're probably going to lose Randall Cobb. They're definitely losing Alan Lazar because he's already talking about moving. But that, that's what you got to get with. Yeah, that's I'd agree. Gotta gotta give Aaron Rodgers some sort of veteran if he stays. Even if not, you, with Jordan Love, you're still going to need some wide receiver help. Veteran wide receiver always helps out. Uh, young quarterback too so a young wide receiver and a young quarterback I mean that can be good like if you look at like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase they already had that camaraderie yeah from what LSU I think yeah where they went but yeah the veteran wide receiver definitely can help especially if Aaron Rodgers leaves Jordan Love is going to need that veteran wide out for help for sure I don't see him leaving though I really don't. And the only place I see him going is Raiders with Devontae Adams. That's the only thing that makes sense, right? I mean, there was talks about the Jets and the Raiders, but, like, it's so hit or miss. One day you say they, you, there's rumors anyways that they want him, and then the next day it's, oh, they're actually more interested in Jimmy G or they're more interested in so-and-so. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. It's all hearsay there, so, so I mean... What about these XFL games that first week, first week, Josh Gordon's back. He put up, I think it was seven receptions for like 75 yards and a touchdown. Not bad. Well, seven receptions is huge. It's like a good I mean, yeah, I mean, I haven't watched too much about it. I know you guys haven't watched too much about it either, but just seeing some of the names, like AJ McCarron and his post. He won his first game there, one and a, I forget who he plays for, but he was just on his post-game interview so happy to just be playing football again. That was his biggest thing. He's like, just happy to be back on the field and playing the game again. My thing is, is how much is the NFL going to recruit from the XFL? Like, I wonder if that's going to be a big thing or not. I feel, I feel like honestly, it's going to almost turn into like a like a triple a or like a double a for baseball you know? right you see these guys that are putting in the work and they're doing great you know why not give them that shot if you, if you need somebody they're proving themselves already and yeah people want to go young and develop these young guys but someone if you really need someone these guys are good if you find the studs obviously and they can stay in check and not get in trouble from what i've seen they've been slinging the rock <laughs> There's been some great catches, honestly. Surprisingly. 
think it caught a lot less penalties too, which I think will be a lot, lot more interesting. I hope I hope the NFL takes like some rules off them. I've seen a couple of their rules and they're pretty interesting. Like I like the rules. The kickoff rules. That's awesome. That is awesome. Because they, they stand like what ten yards away from each other. Five yards. Kickoff, five yards away from each other on like the twenty yard line, like close to the kick returner or whatever. But they can't move until the kick returner catches the ball. So they just go right at each other. They're lying the whole way across the field. So it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It's cool to see. Yeah, it's different. I never knew that. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting roles. And the NFL could use some new roles, let's be honest. but I mean, the XFL, you got to be competing with the NFL. You got to change it up a little bit. You got to be different. You got to, like, entice things. You know, yeah, you it's true. Completely copycat like normal football, you know? Different rules, different personnel. It's cool. I think the biggest thing for the NFL, they need to, they really need to do something with their reviewing system. I mean, they, reviewing calls is a different story. When it comes to penalties and stuff, it's just, it's, I can't believe some of the calls that are called and they, they just don't review them. I wish they could review them and then, just like, a touchdown. Like, it's reviewed. Why can't we review penalties, too? It's not going to slow down the game. There's always people radioing to them to begin with, so why can't they watch the play over and say, no, that's... See, I don't... Call. I don't... Then what's the point of having refs? Like, it could be the slightest penalty, and they're going to want to review it. I, I don't agree with that. Well, no, I don't mean slightest penalties. I don't say we need to review every penalty. But when it's coming to, like... There's like a minute left in the game, and it's going to be a complete game changer. I mean, even like, say, 30 seconds left in a half, like someone's trying to go down and score before half or get a field goal or something. I just think penalties need reviewed in the, like, the crunch time. What, like the playoffs when the Saints and the Rams, the Rams player smashed that Saints player? In the yeah, s- like that needs reviewed. Like, that's ridiculous. That should never happen. The Saints should have made it in. There was not one person, like every single person on planet Earth, I don't even care who you are, is throwing a flag. Yeah. Like, even going about that, you don't have to review every penalty, but you can review stuff like that that's just blaring, blaringly the obvious. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's tough. I want better refs. The refs are, they've been bad. What's next, Brennan? Dream jobs. Dream jobs. Yes. That's easy. You'd be the number one podcast in the world. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Well, we ain't beating Joe Rogan. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't <laughs> that would be a dream job, though. Yeah, he gets cool. paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do a podcast. Yeah. For me... I mean, anything to do with football, really. It could be, I mean, coordinator. Obviously, I don't know as much as they do, but I'd love to get in the position to be able to do that one day. I think you could. I think you'd be, like, a really good offensive coordinator or something. I feel like I'd be decent at scheming up certain stuff, but when it comes to the straight-up, like, knowing formations and stuff, I feel like it'd be a little bit different, but... I think scheming up plays for stuff to get open, I think I'd be pretty decent at that. Maybe you should apply for the XFL. Yes, sir. Oh, actually, speaking of that, do you think coaches, they get fired, like, would go to the XFL to coach? Do they have other coaches, or is it like just there someone is, There team? already is. Like, well, like, look at Heinz Ward. He's coach. He's a coach? Yeah. For the I XFL? Not, yeah. I did not know that. Yes, sir. Is he the head coach? Yeah. Wow. He's a head coach. I don't know what, that's what awesome. for what team, but yeah, it's still that's awesome. I did not know that. Yes, sir, Heinz Ward. I was and I wanted him to be a coach, but I wanted him to be an NFL coach. Yeah, even like an offensive court or wide receivers coach, anything. Wide receivers coach is huge. Yeah, he's gonna be great. I mean, he was never a like physical specimen. He's just really good at. Football. <laughs> yeah, he's like a brain guy. He, yeah. He knows. X is and is almost like uh, Troy Pong Wallen. Yeah. He just knew. Just a smart, 
great receiver, great route runner. It's a big dude, too. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, I'd love to be an MLB player. That that would be my, my dream job. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anything sports. Like walking out of a tunnel or a dugout, like fans screaming, like that's... And like just watching videos, it gets me hyped. I can't even imagine being in the moment. Yeah. Like if you like a playoff game, you hit a dinger or something, dude. Oh my god. That would be so awesome. Any any professional sport, really, for me, honestly, been like kind of since summer's coming back around and everything. Golf's like a big thing with us and everything. I've been watching a lot of the professional PGA. That would be so insane That'd to be, be a professional PGA Tour golfer. That'd be so much fun. Because I bring, like, like it's almost too professional. Like, things are changing nowadays. Like, if you look at Phoenix and their management waste open, like, golf is so hype and it's going to attract so much more people whenever the crowd really gets into it. Um, but most, most of them are just like boring. You can't do nothing. Like, so I think they were uptight. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have you seen the, I'm, I just watched something on Netflix about this, the full swing. That is awesome. I'm only four episodes in, but they started talking about that. I think his name's Joel Damer. Dahmer. Dahmer. I think Dahmer. it might be Dahmer. Well, he is the epitome of like me he goes in he's like i'm trash i'm like not even gonna do good i'm trash i'm trash and then he's like oh and the first the first day of the pga tour he's like 300 he's like one strike behind first place he's like yeah i know tell me i can't win <laughs> can't win and now now where i'm at he like i i watched it obviously i watched the whole thing but they like he personally is just always up. They always say he's had the talent to be on the top in the world's list of golfers, but he just has like they say the professional golfers have to have this self confidence that is like above everything. They have to be so confident in themselves every time they go up to swing. So he doesn't have that. That's why they say he's not top of the world. Definitely sixty percent of that's mental. Makes sense because I have zero confidence when it comes to golfing. <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, dude, whenever I watch, like, golf videos, like, there's crowds on each side. I'm like, that dude's getting hit, and that dude's getting hit. Like, there's the, the amount of pressure, dude, not to fuck up would be insane. I don't think I could do it. It's impressive, even nowadays. With these young guys like Brooks Kopeka and uh, Jordan Spieth, they're all very, very good players, and they all have won majors and they've all won all these championships. But no one can stay at like Tiger Woods level. Whenever he was in his prime, he was at world's number one for forever. Yeah, no one can match that nowadays. And it's just crazy to think how just above Tiger Woods actually is. Well, it's it's going to be fun to see his kid grow up and follow his footsteps and see. I mean, obviously, he's right now he's insane at golf. Just imagine a couple years down the road, and I'm sure in no time he'll be the number one golfer. Him or, you know, John Daly's son, that's, that's going to be a hell of a matchup then, too. How old was Tyra Woods on? Charlie, he's like... I want to say 13. He's 14. in his teens, yeah. So he's good. He, he he's really good. good. When him, him and Tiger, when they do these uh, father and son like uh, opens and shit like that, it's really fun to watch them. And like, they're just like, like two best buds just having fun playing golf it's cool to see it's kind of like just you and your friend going out and trying to hype each other up and stuff like that yeah but yeah fucking charlie and 
uh, John Daly's son. That'll be a cool, cool rivalry if you must in the future. It'd be cool to see. I think uh, golf is going to get more exciting. I've come, I completely forget the name of the new golf league that's starting. It said it in the uh, Full Swing episode on Netflix, but big names are going over there. Like Oh, the Live. Live, exactly, yeah. Huge names are going over there. It's supposed to compete with PGA. Yeah, well, it's supposed to. PGA's pissed. They they told they told they told all the players if you go over there you are not welcome back on the PGA tour. I did see that, but uh, there there was a workout with that. Like the people that stayed, they can come back for major championships, which is basically one of the biggest deals for the PGA golfers because that's basically defines your career you know majors winners that's the top of the top you're gonna get minus like augusta obviously that's a huge one but they can come back for the majors i believe strictly at this point is the only thing they can golf in the pga tour when they go to live but lives paying they're paying way more so much money especially the huge names good personalities huge money. well and it's kind of like the ufc in a way yeah. A lot of, well, uh, what's his name leaving UFC and possibly going to another uh, MMA organization? All for money. It's, yeah, I, the money's a big, big factor, obviously. But you take more money, but you take less fame. Yeah. It's, it's all on what you want. Me, I don't think I would take the more money. I'd, I'd want the fame. You can do so much with the fame, too. Like, you know how many people go off and start their own alcohol business or clothing lines or, you know, to that effect. Uh, like, big example, Conor McGregor. He's made so much money, more money out of the UFC than in. So it's, it's all in what you do. But uh, speaking about UFC, anybody see that uh, Serial Gain expressed displeasure than only having two months to train for John Jones? Damn, I did not see that. Wow. Yeah, but then he came out and he's like, yeah, I usually, I usually like never train. The only time I train is actually if I actually have a fight scheduled. He said other than that, he goes, I don't. He said, if I don't have anything scheduled, I, I don't train. You're saying Gain said that? Yeah. Huh. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That'll be an excuse if he loses. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, uh, if he's going to be fighting John Jones, I'd pretty, I'd say. I think he's trained. Yeah, I was about to say, I think the excuse is in the name there, so. Yeah. Well, it was John Jones, so I mean. But. That's wild. Now, Adam says he has some picks for us. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I actually do. Okay, so we're going to start like a record almost. Okay, so we'll like each pay-per-view with like the main ones, 285, 286. Going from here forward, we'll all keep a record. Each one, we'll all cast our picks and like just tally a record for the year. Okay. All right. Like think something interesting to do. Um, so we got John Jones, Serial Game. Uh, I got John Jones at... I'm rooting for him. Uh, I think he's, I think he's training, and he's just going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm going with John Jones on that one. Me personally, like I said before, I think John Jones meets his match with Serial Gain. As long as Serial Gain decides to actually train, as I've just found out that he's not even training most of the time. <laughs> If he trains, I think he's an absolute beast, and I think he could do it. But John Jones is just a force. But so I, you're going with I'm, I'm going to go game. Oh wow, risky boy. Oh wow. All right, all right. All right. I I feel like Drew's going to do a lot of those like yeah um, underdog situations. Give me a good underdog for sure. All right. Next we got Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, well, what's and, yours? Yeah, what's mine. Thinking? Mine's. Definitely John Jones. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I was just I trying to I, get I, I, don't, I, don't know. I actually don't know who beats him, honestly. 
I mean, Francis Ngannou, I think, is going to strength back. knockout power. But, like, uh, I just, I really don't know who beats him. Uh, so, Valentina Shevchenko and, I don't even know how to say her last name, Grasso. It's literally Grasso with an O at the end. I don't, I don't, don't know either of them. Never heard of them. Oh, wow. Valentin Shevchenko is an absolute tank. Well, I and guess we'll, Shevchenko we'll sure. go with him then. That's going to be her. my pick. Her. It's her. <laughs> it's her. It's her. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's her. Damn. I mean, yeah, she's a... Yeah, I'm, gonna she, go I'm definitely Shevchenko. going with her. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with Shevchenko. She's Shevchenko. a beast. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So now we got Jeff Neal, and uh, that sounds like the his latest. Last, his last name is is it's Chef Cat. Right. I don't even know his last name. All right, I'm not even try to say it. I'm not sure of either of these guys, but I like I like the one that you can pronounce. You I'm can going know. Jeff Neal. Neal, yeah. I'm going Jeff Neal. I'm going Jeff Neal. I'm going Jeff. Jeff Neal as well. I'm dead. I've watched some highlights of that. That show cat, dude. Is he a beast? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's highlights. Yeah. Everybody oh, no, no, highlights. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Go look at John Jones' highlights. When ne- when Neal's, like, on the ground getting, like, well, bad. The picks are going to show. Yeah. The we'll pixel see. show. Yes, sir. Jeff, right. I'm riding with Jeff Neal. He's a beast. Now, baby. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> so then next we've got this Gamrot dude. I can't even say his first name either. And then we got Jalen Turner. I'm just going with the names you can pronounce. I don't... I suck at pronouncing names, so I'm going with Turner. Going with Turner. All right. All right. Honestly, I don't know, I don't know either of these dudes either. I thought I knew more about it at UFC, I guess, but uh, you know what? I'm just gonna stick with the names I can pronounce too. I'm Turner. Bam. What what weight classes are these? Um, I'm not even really sure about that one. That Jeff Neal and Chuck, I think, is welterweight. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Jeff Neal is welterweight. Then we got uh, Ben Nickel and oh my god. Bone Nickel and Jamie Pickett. That's who it is. Jamie Pickett. I'm going Bone Nickel. That's for sure. He sounds like a beast. That's what I'm saying. That was a really good pick because he is going to dog walk Jamie Pickett. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, that's my pick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really bad. Then, also, I'm pretty sure someone related to uh, Khabib's discipline. That's what I thought. Khabib's retired. He, I think he's gonna come back. To be honest, he ain't but. coming back. Dude. He would have came back by now. He ain't coming back. No, he's not coming back. Not, not. He said once his dad died, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> no shot. But uh, speaking about UFC Islam, uh, his mom's doing the same thing. Uh, Khabib, Khabib's dad, or mom did too. Uh, his mom wants him to retire. Not while he has the belt. So why is that? Because she, I mean, just doesn't want him to fight anymore. Doesn't want him to. He ain't get gonna punched. retire the retire while he has the belt. I mean, it's what Khabib did. But Khabib is also. It's also because his dad died too. That I feel like that was a, that, yeah, that that was the biggest part. They definitely had a lot to do with it. Some big big reviews coming up there for you to see. What? So, let's give a timeline of when. We end the picks. We'll tally them up, and someone, whoever has the worst score, has to do something. Oh, that would be interesting. I, I like that. You get to do a... Should we do a random shot of alcohol? I think, like, a, a big, a nice fatty shot of something. That would be fun. And it could be anything. Do it on and the pod. Do it right here on this podcast. That would be hype. So now we, we do this... Like, five... Pay-per-views, it's five. I like best of five. It's not bad. So you just want to do five pay-per-views, whoever has the best record then? And then, yeah, and then we'll restart it. And if so like, a I'm, count, I'm counting record, like, straight up, like, picks for fights. So, like, there's five fights we picked. Yeah. So, like, we'll do... No, 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 like, each pay-per-view. Your record, as in, if you got it right. So, like, this pay-per-view, all of our picks, we add them up. 
And then we do that five times, and then at the end of that. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I'd be down. It's fine with me. That's pretty cool. That's and plus, we've got some good ones coming up, too. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, Leon Edwards and Usman is going to fight. I'm surprised Usman's going to fight. I heard he got... He hurt something. I can't remember what, but... I know he was hurt for a little bit, but I guess they made the match for March 18th. That's huge. Wow. Alex Pereira and Adesanya. That's coming up April 8th. Algernon Sterling and Henry Cejudo coming up. A retirement. Okay. That's absolutely huge. I'm a huge Cejudo fan. Absolutely called him winning the belt against Demetrius Johnson. Adam witnessed it. No one expected it, but he's a beast. So as you can tell, Drew likes the underdogs. So he, I think he just picks the underdogs until one wins, and then he's like, <laughs> all right, bet. That's sweet. Told you that dude was going to win the one out of 1,000 times. He's like, yeah, told you that underdog was going to win, though. So, I mean, like, sometimes, I mean, all right, it's like that. But sometimes it's not, and Adam's just upset. No. You got any more picks for us, or are we finished with that? Um, no, really. I mean, the, finished up with the only thing I, I wanted to really talk about was, uh, well, I guess nobody quite cares, but the Green Bay Packers saved $15 million off just about in cap space. They moved some money around for uh, Jair. That's saving nine and a half. Wow. That's a lot of money. And then they, they're saving six and $6.7 million on Preston Smith. Makes you almost think they're going to want to pick somebody up, but I also think they just, they're just they running slim on cap, and they need to have money to pay these people they draft. So, I mean, I believe they have some... I'm not sure what their re-signing is going to look like here soon, but I know they're going to need the money probably. To as, be- as far as I know, I mean, most of our big re-signings already happened. I mean, Aaron Jones re-signed, Jair's re-signed. I mean, all the big names seem to be re-signed. I shouldn't say all the big names. I mean, we have Robert Tunyon, Randall Cobb, David Bakhtiari. I mean, there's a lot of big people. But if we're being honest, I don't even care if we lose David Bakhtiari. I mean, he's probably the greatest offensive lineman in the game when he's healthy, but he's, he can't ever stay healthy. I mean, he's been battling on the injury for almost two years now. I mean, about time to just cut the leash off. Yeah, he's definitely good when he's healthy, but he's been having his issues for sure lately. I think if they let uh, they let Robert Tunyon walk, he's going to be a stud somewhere. I don't care where he goes; he's going to be an absolute stud. Dude's a freak of an athlete. What's going to be a big underdog team this year for NFL? Yeah, that's tough. I, I'm going to say Chargers. It's I think hard. they I think they come back this year, and I think. They're going to be a decent team. Honestly, a little biased, yeah. I mean, I'll agree with Brandon. I think that Chargers have the talent. A lot of injuries last year. I'm a fairly large Chargers fan. I like Justin Herbert. I think the triple running back option with Herbert and Eckler and Keenan, when they're all healthy, can be absolutely unstoppable. If that defense stays healthy, great team next year. They definitely picked up a lot of people the past offseason. They just, they just couldn't stay healthy, really. doesn't help when you blow a massive lead in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a huge coaching issue. I don't care who you are. I mean, you get into halftime, and you just got to tell them to keep the foot on the throttle. They almost played soft. I mean, it is the NFL, and anything can happen. But Could have been script. Could have been the script. <laughs> it, it, it could have been. It really could have been, but I don't really like the script for the Packers this year. It's kind of ass. So if it's scripted, I mean, it might <laughs> script writers, uh, Super Bowl, Lambo, that'd be sweet. All right. I can tell you who the script writers did real good this year, and that is the Kelsey brothers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if it's a thing, uh, they really like that. Yeah. They are two hells. How two do the Broncos do this year? Broncos. Yeah, do they ha- do they come back this year? Nah. New coach? Nah. I don't see it. <laughs> I, I, if we're being honest, I love Nathaniel Hackett, and I think he did a lot for Green Bay. I think he was a, a big part of the offense. The offense definitely changed a lot this year. I mean, maybe not for the better. I think they ran the ball a lot more. Nathaniel Hackett made some absolutely terrible play calls, not just on offense, but just 
just all around was not a great coach. I mean, there was just times he had to call timeouts and just wasn't like just timing situations where you're supposed to be doing certain things that most coaches do. He just isn't wasn't doing. Yeah. Raiders, depending on what they do. Yeah. Raiders they could be a team. good team. They get Rodgers. Oh, my. That's a force to be reckoned with. I mean. Yeah, but their defense is still not that great. So, definitely. I mean, if you look at their stats, their scores offensively is pretty decent. The defense just completely blew it for, for the Raiders. They didn't hold their own this year. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to stay, as far as I know. I think Josh Jacobs ends up leaving. I know he talked about it a lot, so I really hope he doesn't. That I love Josh Jacobs. I hope he really does stay, but I I, I don't see him staying. Yeah, I, he kind he was like salty there at the end of the year for them. Uh, But I think he's proved himself. He's always been like pretty, pretty good uh, throughout these past few years. Um, and I don't. But what team do you see him going to if he doesn't want to stay? I, I think depending on the quarterback situation, it's gonna say a lot. It, it's so hard to say. There's so many teams that have like really good. Running backs to start out. I mean, Kenneth Walker was a rookie this year. I think he played really good until he got hurt. I think he probably leads the league in rushing yards. Not in total, but out of the rookies. He definitely leads out of all the rookies. Yeah. Uh, I think the Jets got Brees Hall as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, uh, I mean, the only teams I can really see him going to is probably, like, the Texans. I mean... But a lot of teams run dual, dual running back threats, too. I mean, a lot of people will run two running backs and sub in and out. The Packers did that a decent bit this year with A.J. Dillon and all. Uh, you hate it fantasy-wise, but, yeah, that's a smart thing to do. Uh, keeps longevity. For, for the running back themselves, they'd like that, too, just because they have less of a chance of getting injured. And that could preserve a lot of years for him. Yeah, not gonna be as tired. Keep keep some extra years on him, especially for some of the better running backs. Something that the Titans need to do for sure. I think Derrick Henry's a beast, but you know you know it's coming, and they just they really need to switch it up or do something or even put somebody like Titans get get him get Josh Jacobs. That would oh be that would be crazy. Be able to split reps. I mean, you got a really good. Like just all around running back and Josh Jacobs, and then you just add the dual threat of having Derrick Henry, yeah. especially both of them in the backfield. Oh my god, that would be insane! <laughs> that would be insane. That definitely would be. Uh, I feel like the Bengals are gonna be the same team. They're gonna. I, they sucked at the beginning of the year. If they clean that up. They're gonna win the division. They'll get first seed. Get the buy and the playoffs. It's just as long as they they need some O line help though. Oh my God, Joe Burrow. He's been sacked so many times this year. It's not even funny. And it's they're the same same boat as the Steelers. I mean, obviously a little bit different because they made the playoffs and what have you, and have been always a top contender in the AFC. But offensive line, I mean, they just cannot find find the pieces they're looking for, and they're gonna really ruin. One of the a bright young star, Joe Burrow. They just they got they got to do something on the third line. So if not, they're just well, going to get him killed back there. But you could see they did like halfway through the season. There was like a switch they turned on, and the O line was like doing decent for Joe Burrow. And then that last playoff game seemed kind of rough. But yeah, they just if they can flip that switch on at the beginning of the year, it's going to be a completely different ball game for for them. Any news on Demar Hamlin? I believe he's 
Okay, I know uh, during the Super Bowl, we sat with uh, Travis and Jason Kelsey's mom and obviously Commissioner Roger Goodell during the game in the suite. He got a lot of shit for wearing the jacket that he did. So what, what did the jacket say on it? Because I, I do remember hearing about it, but it said something like, wasn't it him on a cross on the back of it or something weird? It was like a zombie Jesus on a cross. What? And... A lot of Christians are not happy about it. Huh. I did not see that, actually. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it. he was really meaning it to mock Jesus, but it it is it did seem disrespectful. It is a little off, I guess. It's weird. Yeah, I forget what, what it actually said, but yeah, it was like a zombie Jesus Christ on a, on a cross. Yeah, it was something weird. I think he was getting a lot of yeah. I seen I seen a lot of like even big names like talking shit basically. But yeah, I I think he he'll play. Not this year, but I think he'll be back in the next two seasons. What's curious to me is, and in the, I haven't seen a lot of people talking about it, but what whatever happened to him? How do you get CPR for seven to nine minutes on the field? Get put in an ambulance to like not less than a week later. You're you're awake and talking. I just how is your like in my mind when that happened? I thought he was honestly gonna be brain dead because he had you don't have oxygen going to your brain like that's killing brain cells at the moment you have to get CPR. Well, and a lot of a lot of people, whenever he went came back to see the Bills play in the playoffs. Um, he was like hiding himself, but he didn't even have like an oxygen tank or nothing. Yeah, it's it's just to me. I'm not trying to be like a conspiracy theorist or anything, but like it to me, it's fishy. Because anybody that's getting CPR for seven seven nine minutes, uh, to me, to, almost dead on scene or just straight up brain dead, can't eat or breathe on their own. Like, it's definitely weird, but and if it isn't, I mean, uh, congratulations to him. That's a, that's a damn miracle. Yeah, but they've they've came out and said he's the doctors and everything was like, yeah, he's gonna be able to play again. So that's crazy. Yeah. Well, is that it, guys? I'm gonna wrap it up. I think that about wraps it up for me. I talked about everything I wanted to about sports. Yeah, I mean, I think we hit basically a lot of different sports going on right now, and uh, it's a good place to stop it. Alright guys, yeah, we're uh, still new. This is what our this is gonna be the second episode that we'll probably post. Um We will in the future we will have a camera, you will be able to watch us. We're gonna have a YouTube account, uh Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh you'll be able to watch us pretty much anywhere. We'll probably make a TikTok account. Um and see what the future holds. So, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Until next time. All right. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Just think, next time you'll be able to see Drew uh, doing a shot like something really gross. Because he's definitely going to lose this. Underdogs, let's go, baby. All right, peace.